comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash outnowpodcast. Previously on Out Now with Aaron and Abe. Have you seen him? Who? Have you seen him? Uh, no. All right, call some people. I'm going I'm to go start looking. For who? I have no time for this, Abe. I have to start looking. But honestly, I have no idea what you're talking about. Abe, how could you be the... Uh, oh, never mind. I found him. What? My gypsy danger. He was under the couch cushions. Okay, let's go see Prisoners. Wait a minute. I forgot my introduction. Introduction. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe! Aloha! Out Now is a film podcast with Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. We also bring in discussion about the latest movie trailers, box office results and predictions, a callback to past films similar to the main film of the week, games... And other fun stuff. This is episode one two one one hundred and twenty one. Palindrome. Boom. Thank you. For that. And, um, this episode we are talking about prisoners, the the very dark kidnapping drama that I'm way too high spirited to mention in the opening segment of this show. And, no, I think it's perfectly toned. It's perfect. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. And joining us to discuss prisoners, we have from Fast Film Reviews, the man who Hugh Jackman modeled his facial hair off of for prisoners, Mark Hoban. Hi, everyone. And from the Examiner, owner of three suspicious RVs, Marcus Robinson. Hey, <laughs> why three? I don't know. Because 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 owning one made it seem darker than owning three. <laughs> I was just oh an RV God. enthusiast. Not, that, that was one of those parts I struggled with with the prep of the show. Again, it's like how many I RVs does Marcus need to own to make this yeah. just make this seem kind of funny? Um, it amused me, so that that's what counts, I guess, right? Uh, let's get to some announcements before we get under the way through things. Um, oh, here's a big one. Uh, there's a new show on Fox. It's called Sleepy Hollow. I watched this show. Brand, friend of the show, Brandon Peters and Maxwell Haddad watched the show, and we got really excited about it, and we decided, hey, what the hell, let's start our own weekly podcast about Sleepy Hollow. So we did. There is a, <laughs> We have a new spin-off podcast. It is called the Icapod Cranecast. Uh, <laughs> Not joking at all whatsoever. I know. The Icapod uh, Cranecast. It is on hhwlod.com and on iTunes. It is on the it's on the master feed of hhwlod, and um, it'll be a weekly recap show for the Fox series Sleepy Hollow. Um, I had a lot of fun with the first episode of the show. I hope that it continues that kind of tone that it has as it goes on. But it's a show about it's a show about the Legend of Sleepy Hollow set in modern day sleep the modern day town of Sleepy Hollow, and um, I was way too excited to like let this rest. So there you go. Uh, so that's happening. What else? Uh, iTunes, reviews and ratings, good to get those, but as I've said, we are having a raffle going. If you give us an iTunes review, we're going to, you know, in, you know, shout out that you did that in some ways to us. We're going to enter you into a raffle, and once we get a lot of names, I'm going to, you know, pick a name, and someone, or two people, why not two? I got a bunch of stuff. Two, I got two, I'll take two names from, from a drawing pool, and they'll get a two-pack 
of uh, Blu-rays that I have. There are some pretty cool Blu-rays that I got actually lined up for these these prizes. So uh, yeah, that's gonna happen. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, shout out to friend of the show Jose Cordova. I noticed he's doing this uh, for the CelebrityCafe.com. He's writing weekly recaps for the Legend of Korra. So uh, if you want to read what friend of the show Jose Cordova has to say about the Legend of Korra season two, the CelebrityCafe.com. That's where you can do that. Yeah, that should do it for now. So let's uh, let's do a little Nova Body. Let's let's play that. Each week and out now, every day we play a game called Know Everybody, where we ask each other a few questions, try to set the tone for the podcast to better get to know everybody. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let Marcus start this one off this week. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, Mark. Yes. Uh, do you prefer a singing Hugh Jackman or a non-singing Hugh Jackman? You know, not that many actors have that talent of singing and acting, so I I think I'd prefer the singing Hugh Jackman. I think that if okay. he could like inject a little singing in every film, actually, if he had broken out into song in some of the scenes in this film, <laughs> it, it might have uh, lent the proceedings a little bit of uh, levity because it is very dour. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'll go with the uh, singing Hugh Jackman. Awesome. I would have done the same. <laughs> All right, Abe. Yeah. Many have heralded Prisoners as sort of the start of the Oscar season with the dramas. Do you see any Oscar nominations for this film? Uh. Yeah, possibly for, uh, I don't know, maybe for directing. I don't know. I'm just making things up now. I really do, but at the same time, I think that there's going to be some really strong contenders. Hugh Jackman does do a really good job of quite emoting quite a bit, um, and he gets really angry. I was going to say Jake Gyllenhaal, but uh, I'll get to him in a second. I I do like him in this film, but uh, there could possibly be some. I'm not exactly sure what. I think there's one in a technical category that I'll get to when we talk about the film. Best... When we talk about the film, I will get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eric. Yeah. Which other famous actor's house would you go to low-key Thanksgiving dinner for? Which what? Which other or which other famous actor uh, would you go to a low-key Thanksgiving for? Which other actor would I go to <laughs> Actor's <a> home. <laughs> for a low-key Thanksgiving? Yeah, for, you know, a nice and quiet Thanksgiving. Hugh Jackman went over to Terrence Howard's house. Okay, but Loki's Jake Gyllenhaal, and he didn't go to any. He went to Thanksgiving by himself. No, so Loki. Oh, Loki. Well, okay, you're I saying Loki really uh, fast, so oh, I have no sorry. idea what you're saying. Oh. It doesn't help to use sorry. those choice words when there's a character named Loki <laughs> no. involved. Oh. <laughs> Food at a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> okay, so what quiet Thanksgiving would I like to have at another actor's home? That's what you're yes. asking me. Um Let's see. Who's the most American family there is in the world of celebrity? Um, <laughs> gee whiz. Let me think about that for a couple extra seconds. How about, how about the uh, the Affleck uh, Garner house? They probably have a nice low key. They got the kids. You know, it's got this couple of Oscars on the mantle. Talk about that for a little bit. Ask about, you know, <laughs> Alias uh, Season 7, if that's ever coming or whatever. I have a follow-up question. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, would you rather have a, a low-key Thanksgiving or a Thor Thanksgiving? Thor Thanksgiving. Uh, Thor. Uh, Did you see the table in the first Thor movie that he knocked over out of anger? Oh my god! Pure gold. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, Avery. Wow. That very confusing question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I guess I should speak slower. Yes. Um. All right. <laughs> Abe. Uh, who are you watching out for more, Hugh Jackman or Liam Neeson? <laughs> Liam Neeson. That guy can kill you in multiple ways. He's like a... Well, I guess Hugh Jackman's a Wolverine, too. He's got claws. But I mean, like, you know, 
Liam Neeson is a and if he's a like Jedi. singing and clawing at you at the same time, who knows what kind of trip that is? I, I, I should be entertained. I haven't heard of Liam Neeson sing, and they both started Les Miserables, so I mean, who's gonna I win? Mean, Liam Neeson is like he's like a gritty ex CIA guy with no money apparently, and he buys his daughter a stupid karaoke set, <laughs> and he still has enough money to go travel to go find her. Yeah, see. I mean, you gotta watch out for Liam Neeson. He Plus, has, I mean, he's poor, but he has frequent flyer miles. I think that was what he, he could have. I mean, if he had played Lincoln, it would have been even worse, right? He would have had like been after you with like a hole in his head. But and that's that's another parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Marcus. Yeah. What's the worst Thanksgiving food item that you wish would get kidnapped? Um. Jeez. Uh. All right. <laughs> It should be way easier. Than... Cran- cran- cranberry sauce. Thank you. Yeah, that's the correct cranberry. answer. I hate cranberries. Well, <laughs> not like not whole cranberries, but how about the oh. cranberries that come out of the can where it oh, actually I mean. like yeah. has the shape of the can? Yeah, that's they the can worst. all they can they can all get taken. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, taken. All, 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 yeah. They're, they're taken and kidnapped. Huh. Yeah. Okay, they can all get kidnapped. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Aaron. I'll, I'll, this is this will be for you. Um, if you were gonna make a movie, who would you cast as the local weirdo child molester type? Jackie Earl Haley or Paul Dano? Oh, you're giving me options. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like I was reaching. <laughs> I had so many ideas come to mind. Just oh, now. I, I, um, you can, yeah, I'm open. No, 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 no. You gave me some options. I'm gonna go for it. Um, I would. I'd, pro- I'd say Jackie Earl Haley. As much as I don't, not a fan of Paul Dano, I'd still say Jack Jackie Earl Haley. He probably pulled that off with a plum. Um, <laughs> word of day calendar. Sure. Um, <laughs> your other choice. I was gonna think of someone you'd like never suspect. That's like just really like happy go lucky, like Seth Rogen. Like you wouldn't see that coming in any <laughs> like, Oscar nomination right there. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist in Captain. America's sweetheart. That's the twist in Captain <laughs> Phillips. He kidnaps them. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. He goes to the, he goes to Somalia, kidnaps pirates. <laughs> I'm in charge. Mark. Yes. Which Jake Gyllenhaal time travel movie would have best helped you solve this cat this case faster? Source code Donnie Darko or Prince of Persia? <laughs> Donnie Darko. Yeah. Yes, because it's my favorite. Okay. Of those, and actually, it's one of my favorite films of the so. Gyllenhaal time travel trilogy. Yes. Yeah, I love Donnie Darko. <laughs> I would go with that. Plus, I like bunnies. So oh, wow. yeah, that's a good. It one. also has that added benefit. Yeah, that's a bunny. <laughs> He's the best bunny since Harvey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what it says on the Blu-ray cover. It says best bunny since <laughs> Harvey. Should Mark Hoban. Yes. Mark Hoban. Fast film reviews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, who hasn't answered a question? Uh, Marcus has only answered. Yeah, I've only answered. Okay, Marcus. Okay. What will win Best Picture for 2013? Oh, you're gonna give me options or no? It's the t- the field is open. Feel okay. As of now, um, you know, I I love the place beyond the pines, but it's not gonna win. But I'll say that. That's what I'll say. Sticking to your guns, I like that. Right. Yeah, that's what I'll say. It's my favorite movie of the year. Is that uh, everybody? I think so. And that's so. how you play. No, everybody. Let's move on now to Anna Hookies. Tim. Each week on out now, we talk about one main movie of the week, but there's always plenty of other things we see during the week, so we have a segment called Anna Hookies. Tim. Nailed it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, Abe, did you did you take the time to see anything else this week besides Prisoners? I didn't, but at the same time, I started watching the League season four. Don't care if you Watch. didn't see it. Nope, done. Okay, Marcus. Watch it. 
Um, I saw Blue Caprice. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, Explain the, what that film's about. It's it's a movie about the the Beltway sniper attacks of two thousand two. The AC sniper, yeah, or DC sniper, yes. Um, but it's more about the interaction between the two. The two men. Well, one is a, a teenager, but one is a, and one is a, a, a man, a grown man. But it's more about their interaction before the attacks, and you know, just for a really quick review, I think it stars Isaiah Washington, and I think he should get an Oscar nomination for it. He's he's spectacular in it. And it shows some really spectacular direction from uh, I'm, I don't Alexandra, really want to say, uh, Alexandra Moore's Alexandra Moore's yeah, yeah. Um, but it's his first feature film so between him and Ryan Coogler it's it's been a really good past few months for emerging film, film filmmakers. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm interested in that film. I think they made a like a TV version of that one too, but that was kind of during the whole events and everything. Okay. Yeah, that was with the. Uh, was that with Rock or? Was it was with Rock. Was... It was with Charles Estep. Yeah, yeah. That's Rock. <laughs> I like how you know who I. I like how you know who I'm referring to. <laughs> no, because my dad always calls him Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good call, though. <laughs> I was surprised you said Rock. We're the same age. Like that's like. That, that I, show, watched, I watched that show. That show's not new. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but no, that's Blue Caprice, Marcus. That yeah. I'm yes. Quite interested in that. Yes. Anything else, sir? Is that? Oh, uh, um, I a while ago I saw Passions. Brian De Palma film. Yeah, was that worth it? Uh, you know, it's been getting super pan, but it's like a sexploitation rivalry movie between uh, uh, between Rachel McAdams and Naomi Rapace. Naomi Rapace, yeah, Naomi Rapace. Yeah, Ooh. and you know, I hate when she plays the 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 the, the uh, object of desire because I don't think she's all that great looking. Don't make fun but... of Rachel McAdams. I'm kidding. <laughs> her, her too. Um. But I was entertained. I actually was entertained. And, it, and I know people, if anybody watches this movie off of my recommendation, which they probably won't, but if anybody does, I don't uh, – you may hate it. I mean – but I you know, I really don't care. I, 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 I was kind of really entertained even though it really didn't make any sense. So you're, you're giving it to that movie, but Killer Joe is beyond you. That's yeah. What... <laughs> yes. No, that, yes. Potato, potato. Okay. Mark Hoban. <laughs> Um, well, a couple of weeks ago, I saw Ain't Them Body Saints, and yeah. that was with uh, Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara, and they play these lovers that are kind of on the lam, um, a little bit like Badlands, and stylistically, the film is shot kind of with the same style. It's a beautiful movie to look at. I wasn't super crazy about it, but there was enough in the film to recommend it. Um, it's actually gotten some pretty glowing notices, so... I, I guess probably other people were more uh, enthusiastic about it than I, but it was it was it was well like it was well made. I can definitely see there's a lot of talent behind the camera, so um, definitely I would recommend it to anybody who uh, is a fan of Terrence Malick and stuff like that because it, it definitely has a lot of style to it. It has the editor of Upstream. He's the editor of Upstream Colors, the director. So I mean, that's like a win right there for you, Mark. <laughs> Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah. even realize that. Yeah, that's a movie that's been out and around me, and I just, for whatever reason, haven't bothered to see it yet. And well, it's want, barely want. playing anywhere, and it's, I don't, it's, yeah, it hasn't really, although it, it's made more money than Passion, but... Uh, it never really expanded, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't expand much. 
I guess it's my turn. Um, I've seen a few movies this week. Um, I saw Rush, which I'll, I'll refrain from talking about because we might talk about this next week, but I'll just say, see that movie. Um, <laughs> I saw All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. This is a horror movie from director Jonathan Levine. That director has gone on to do films like 50-50, Warm Bodies, and The Wackness. I could have said that in a different order. Um, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> It's uh, it's it was his first movie he made back in '06, and it did, is because of just various production, uh, not production, um, distribution issues. It just never reached theaters until now. It's going to be opening in theaters in October and on VOD. And it's a it's a solid slasher, one that Mark Coben will hate because what you know it's. It is. <laughs> oh, no, but, don't um, go there. Don't go there. It fits this. If if like. Well, if it's got if it doesn't have a story, then no, I won't like it. It does actually have a story. I, I, I'm not saying you'll. you'll if the if the plot. I don't think. I don't, think you, I, don't, I don't. Stab, kill, repeat. Stab, kill, repeat. Then yeah. I, I don't think you necessarily like outright hate it. Um, there's certain things about it that make it kind of different. Just just like I'd say your next has those things. But I mean, I was what I was gonna say is your ne- if you put all the boys Mandy Lane and your next into like this double bill of films that had distribution issues that prevented it from coming out sooner it'd be this amazing double feature um but with all that said all the boys love manny lane with um it has amber heard and um anson mount who's on amc's hell on wheels uh but it's a it's for for horror fans it's a solid slasher movie Hmm. um let's see what else one thing uh baggage claim this is the new romantic comedy starring paula Patton and a whole an all black cast Along with Adam Brody as the gay best friend, who you know switches off with Justin Long to play that character these days. Uh, <laughs> I saw this called ba- Baggage Claim. Baggage Claim. It's about a that s- title. It kind of makes me want to watch it with the cookout. There you, I think. Oh my yeah. god! Don't even get me started <laughs> on the cookout. The Is cookout. This Tyler Perry presents. You, you, you're unearthing something when you start to bring up the cookout because that's oh, one god. of my least favorite movies ever. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Uh, not really. Um, it's not good. Baggage Claim. It's. You know, I, I it's a has a likable cast. I wanted it to be better, but it's not. But you will see me if you if you tune in to just seen it on PBS in a couple weeks time. You'll see me talk about it with other people. So there you go. And it's actually it's based on a book. It so is. It, it based has on a, book a built-in by audience same, yeah. by the same writer and director. He adapted his own book and turned it into a movie. Um, I just wish it was good. That's the that's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. So yeah, there's out no cookies. Tim. So let's get to uh, movie trailer talk. Um, each week we kind of bring up a couple of new movie trailers when we think of them. And uh, we got two this week. And first up, we're going to start with the, the dark drama that is Grudge Match, starring <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro as rival boxers. They're, a- they're aging boxers, of course. Wait, wait. Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro are playing boxers? Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> um, they were retired. <laughs> But they, they get back into the game as they decide that they need to have one final bout against each other. And, of course, when you think Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone, you think this movie should probably co-star Kevin Hart. And it does. Also, <laughs> <laughs> also Alan Arkin decided to up claim. as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and maybe Kim Basinger Kim should, Basinger, go, should because, show up. Yeah, that's what I, was, I was thinking that, too. And then Why not? To the cast and and LL Cool J. But... Um, <laughs> Ladies love Cool James, but with all that said, let's start. Let's start with Marco. Mark, what did you think of the trailer for Grudge Match? I mean, it's Rocky versus Jake LaMotta, right? What's not to like? I mean, this looks sort of uh, not really appealing to me. I mean, Robert De Niro's really on a roll right now, isn't he, with his last three films? Uh, but the family, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. I, I think the director, though, it could be a hit because this guy, um, Peter Segal, yeah, he. He's actually quite successful. I mean, he's got several films that have done, you know, well over 100 million, and 
there is a possibility that this could be good, but it doesn't really um, look that appealing to me. So I, I, I'm not that excited to rush out and see it. Marcus? It looks like a train wreck, honestly. <laughs> like Robert De Niro with his shirt off and Kevin Hart. Like I, I Those are the two see, things. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I don't want to see this movie in the same way I didn't oh. want to see Bullet to the Head or Last Stand. You, you, you know, know it's, it, so, sorry to interrupt, but there was one yeah, line ahead. in the trailer where Robert De Niro is looking at his trainer, and the trainer is, you know, uh, <laughs> a little bit hefty. And, oh, so, trainer. and yeah. Robert De Niro has to say something like, oh, you're my trainer? I think you ate my trainer. Okay, first of all, that line, that's terrible. <laughs> Second, Robert De Niro is not exactly in, in great shape either. So oh, right good. there, I was kind of like, okay, this is this They is showed not a good. side profile of him with his shirt off, and I just, like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand how somebody, like, while this thing was being pitched, how somebody didn't raise their hand and say, you know, maybe this is not a good idea. But I don't know. Maybe it could get a hundred million dollars, and I, you know, look like an idiot. So I, I just don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, it started out kind of slow, and then when he throws the table onto Robert De Niro's back, like I was kind of laughing out loud. Uh, so I'm sure that there, I'm sure that there are going to be certain parts that I, I'm going to find appealing. On the whole, though, I do agree with you guys. You know, I, I when they when they're touching r- gloves in the ring toward the end of the Whoa. trailer, I was like, I hope you guys don't show me Robert De Niro's <laughs> check a landfill, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I mean, I think it has some. I think it has some uh, potential there uh, to to be a, a feel good holiday movie or something like that. You know, so Kevin Hart kind of being Kevin Hart though. Um, you know, loud and obnoxious. But I like Kevin Hart. So. I like Kevin Hart too. Oh. I don't know where this Kevin Hart is coming from. It's just oh. I, I don't. I don't hate him. I, I'm just saying he plays. He plays his, uh, the same. I, guy. I have a feeling he's going to be probably the best thing in the film. I'll say this. I I agree with kind of the sentiment. But that said. I had I, I knowing the premise ahead of time, I enjoyed this trailer much more than I thought I was going to. I I did I did laugh at parts. I mean, seeing Stallone and Robert De Niro in green screen suits fighting each other <laughs> is humorous to me. That just that makes me laugh. But um, I I'm confused <laughs> how like Fifty Cent is apparently supposed to obligate this. He's like he needs to star in every. He has like a small role in every Stallone or Robert De Niro movie these days. Look at Fifty Cent's credits, and you'll notice that this is actually true. It's very <laughs> and for whatever reason, he Curtis Jackson and De Niro and Stallone are like buds. But I will say. Um, Peter Seagal has directed this movie. He's done some of like the the better, <laughs> um, like just lowbrow comedies. Like he has like what Get Smart out here for Fifty First Dates. Longest Dates, Yard like, was a big hit. I like Longest Yard. I, I, it's a oh. it's a solid. Well, I'm just commenting on the fact that it was a huge hit. I mean, he is a yeah. He, I mean, this oh, hit yeah. thing makes no difference to me. Bucket List made a ton of money. It came out the same kind of year, same kind of movie yeah. to an extent. And like that's a that's a shit movie. That's that's what that no, is. No, no, I'm not commenting on that. Whether what are you or not. About? I'm not co- commenting on whether or not it's good. I'm commenting on whether or not it's going to be successful. Uh, that's what I'm saying, too. I'm saying that movie, The Bucket List, which is, you know, a, it was a Christmas time movie starring two big titans of actors that, that are, you know, have this kind of feel good comedy movie. That's it's the same type of thing. And that movie made a whole bunch of money. I have no doubt that Grudge Match coming out this Christmas will make money. It's a movie with De Niro and Stallone playing boxers like that's that seems like, yeah, yeah OK, box office smash. Is it going to be good? I have no idea. But the trailer kind of made me laugh. So, and yeah. they're going to get the Kevin Hart crowd. Wow. You gotta think like a man, Mark. <laughs> wow. Oh God. Please. But yeah, grudge match. December twenty fifth, this Christmas. Unwrap your presents and see some boxers. And bum, then, bum, then you go bum, to, then you go to the movie bum, theater and you're like, oh where are these new boxers are really comfortable. That's... Wow. Next trailer we have. <laughs> Here we go. Out of the <laughs> it shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> Out of the furnace. This is the new film from director Scott Cooper, who previously made uh, Crazy Heart, which you know gave Jeff Bridges his first Oscar. Um, this is a film uh, starring Christian Bale, 
bunch of people. Woody Harrelson, Casey Affleck, Forrest Whitaker, Willem Dafoe, uh, Sam Shepard, Zoe Saldana. Uh, it's about, I guess, like some underground boxing Casey Affleck involved in that he disappears. And Christian Bale's like, where's my brother? And he goes to look for him. Woody Harrelson's involved. He looks like a villain. There you go. All of that. <laughs> Bunched it up together. <laughs> Marcus Robinson, what do you think of the trailer for Out of the Fox? First of all, I think every movie that takes place in the backwoods should require their trailers to be scored by Pearl Jam because <laughs> it it's so perfect. It, it works so well. Um, but it looks like a gritty blue-collar mining town revenge story starting Christian Bale, who's like has a knack for playing like white trash really well. So I'm like there. I'm all over this movie. That screams Marcus. Is that what you saying? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mark? Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks like a competent competent film and it's directed by the same guy that did crazy heart which i did enjoy so i think it seems like a quality effort yeah uh i i think this was the movie that was in my mind when mark asked me about oscar nominations and i was like oh yeah i was getting them a little bit confused because they're both in like middle america slash working class towns anyhow uh this movie looks really gritty and sad and also unnerving um, and yeah, I do agree with Marcus. Like Christian Bale, he, he does a really good job playing the, like, these like down and out kind of characters. Um, but on the whole, yeah, I, I felt just really sad too because when you see the credits, everyone's Oscar nominated and Academy Award winning Christian Bale, except for like Zoe Saldana. I was like, oh, kind of, kind of sad, kind of out of place. But yeah, that's the only part that that saddened me <laughs> the most. Hopefully, she's not in it that long. <laughs> What is all this hate coming from? From Marcus against the blacks? What's going on? <laughs> Come on, Brian, Brian, Marcus, what are you saying? I think she's the victim, so. <laughs> I, uh, I like this trailer. I like this cast. I'm in. I mean, I, I was a fan of Crazy Heart. I didn't love it, but I think it's a solid movie, and this looks like a solid follow-up for director Good Scott. Good music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Pearl Jam score trailer. Nailed it. Um, but yeah, the movie Crazy Heart was pretty good. For not being a fan of country, I'd agree with that. But yeah, uh, Out of the Furnace looks... It's like a solid effort. Uh, it's good. Yeah, every, everything you guys have said. So I just, you know, I just be repeating things. So yeah, crazy, um, crazy art. Out of the furnace, um, that hits theaters uh, this December, December sixth. Um, I imagine it's probably limited and spreads wider from there. But yeah, this December, so Oscar season. Out of the furnace has happened. And uh, yeah, I, that's our that's our trailers this week. So I guess that leads us to our film review of Prisoners. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Can I take Joy to our house? Wear a hat, please. You're just getting over a cold. Where are your sisters? I can't find them. Anna? Joy? I checked the entire house. They're not here. They weren't outside. It's starting to rain, I think. Dad, there's this RV, and they were playing on it. There was, we thought there was someone inside. You wait here. Let me know. I couldn't find them. Nine one one. Detective Loki. Do you have children, detective? I'm gonna find your daughters. Caller reported an RV was parked at a rest stop. Operator forty six. Show me your hands. Where'd you put those girls? Where are they? What do you got? We didn't find anything. This thing's clean. That boy has never been in trouble a day in his life. They're letting him go. What? The police said they're letting him go today. Why aren't you sending someone out to go arrest this guy? Well, he has the IQ of a 10-year-old. There's no way that he could abduct two girls and then make them disappear. Maybe he wasn't on his own. We're considering all possibilities. I don't think you are considering all possibilities. Just let me do my job. 
right, so that should have been some of the trailer for Prisoners. Prisoners is a drama about kidnapping, a parent's worst nightmare. It stars Hugh Jackman, Maria Bello, Terrence Howard, and Viola Davis as parents who've had their young daughters kidnapped. Jake Gyllenhaal enters the scene as Detective Loki, no relation, um, investigating the to the god. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> investigating the case. A suspect is quickly found. He's played by the very pedo-looking Haldano, but um, he's actually, you know, mentally challenged in some way, or at least has the IQ of a tenth, a ten-year-old as. Joan all describes him, making him most likely incapable of doing this kind of act. Jackman's character is not quite convinced and takes drastic measures to try and search out the find the truth, while Joan Hall uses his detective skills to try and find the uh, the girls himself. Uh, Mark Hoban, were you transfixed by Prisoners? Uh, yeah, I was. I thought that Prisoners was a, a nifty bit of writing, and I think it really grabs the audience's curiosity. It's slowly releases, uh, well, I mean, it's basically, you know, this sort of procedural and trying to determine what has happened to these two girls. And I think the movie is very uh, intelligent in the way it releases little tidbits of information, and we slowly start to assemble the puzzle as the principals do on screen. And I was definitely interested in finding out, you know, who done it. And I don't know whether you guys were able to guess the ending or this sort of thing. I actually really wasn't. I mean, I, I wasn't trying too hard, but I just kind of like went with the flow and watched it. And I think there are actually some surprises along the way. Um, when the whole thing kind of ultimately plays out, you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's not that, uh, whatever, innovative or anything. But I thought overall I did enjoy it, and I thought that it had a couple of really great performances, which we will – get to but overall uh yes i enjoyed uh prisoners marcus uh okay so for like three-fourths of this film i thought it was great i was uh it was it was it, there was interesting characters and they were more they were all like interacting between these uh blurred lines of good and evil and you know they had great performances i think this is i really like jake gyllenhaal in this i think this is one of his best performances but the final 40, mi 40 minutes, maybe 35 minutes, it kind of lost me a little bit. It meanders a little bit and, and takes these turns that had me checking my watch. Um, I was trying to figure out why that was. And I, I can't put it on this script because I think the script is spectacular. I can't put it on the actors because, I mean, the star-studded cast, they all do really, really good work here. Um Except I, I didn't think Hugh Jackman was all that great, but uh, I think the rest of them do all like really great work here, and uh, Gyllenhaal does really great work here. Um, I gotta put it on the the direction. I think the direction was kind of average, and you know, kind of made the movie a little bit longer than it needed to be. I think if it was directed by maybe the Coen Brothers or Steven Soderbergh, it would have been, of course, I, I guess, it would have been more entertaining and more compelling and, and, and more perfect. But not to say it's a bad movie. It's just it could have been a little bit better. Abe? Uh, I, I'm kind of there with Marcus. Instead of like three quarters of the way, that's a, it's a really good movie. I just thought it was a, it's a good movie. And then the last quarter, kind of it kind of trails on me because I wasn't checking my watch, but I just felt, so, wow, this is going on a long time. There's a lot of like fade to black sequences um, that make you wonder about, you know, well, I guess you don't have to wonder. You, you do understand what's going on. 
Um, one of the things I didn't like about it was that there's a lot of characters, uh, and that kind of divides the t- screen time among a lot of different people. It kind of goes jumps from folks to folks to folks, and um, it doesn't really necessarily take away from it. I, it's basically what Mark Hoban said, which is it draws a lot of intrigue. Um, but with the the total number of characters, and you have to like jump around, and the script has to move, it just it just felt like you know you're in this very I guess uh, what's the word uh, long and drawn out. I guess final lead up to whatever you're going to go into. And that kind of uh, was a a knock for me. And uh, the other thing was also, uh, I did like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot in this. He's the most grounded of them. And I I guess it's because everyone is hysterical because their, their children have been taken, which is a natural response. And Jake Gyllenhaal is, you know, this like, uh, he's not a super cop, but he he hasn't really quote unquote lost a, a case. So, uh, so he's kind of just a, a, a person who is uh, he's been in the situation before and he's good at what he does so I actually really liked his performance in this a lot too um, one, I guess the the knock on the I guess the film is uh, I'm drawing a blank here oh no we'll get to it but <laughs> there's something there's some there's something wrong with it I didn't like a lot and I, I just had it on slip my tongue here but i'll get to it i think we're all pretty much on the same page besides like a few details here or there maybe because i i i enjoyed this film but i didn't love it and i think it's i i mean i have reasons why i didn't love it it's too long that's easily the problem i think it's it's two and a half hours and it doesn't need to be it meanders a lot and which is kind of strange because we have an ensemble cast here yet the focus seems too narrow that was my other big problem with the film it's as much as I like Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman in the movie, I do think I do think both of them are very good. I, I and for different reasons. I think Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal gets a lot to. Not, I mean, he doesn't get a lot um, in terms of like kind of establishing his character through like explicit details. Besides, like he never lost a kid. Like that's the only thing. But you, I mean, the way you introduce that character, he's alone at Thanksgiving, and like, and you kind of you see who how he presents himself in scenes, and you know he has a little little ticks about his performance like there's just all these little things yeah. that kind of build jake gyllenhaal's yeah. character and you get to understand who he is based on that hugh jackman very on the complex yeah hugh, hugh jackman on the other hand who i think is very good in this movie i i i'd probably hesitate to say best performance but i think he's i think he's very good in this movie and uh, but you get i mean he's he's the more he's the showier performance for obvious reasons that you see the movie and and it's you know he's kind of there's points where he's just rage personified but at the same time you cut you obviously you know why because his kid his you know his daughter's been kidnapped but also there's things about him that i i learned that i i enjoyed about how hugh jackman portrayed that performance now with that said mm-hmm. i don't know anything about any of the other people in this movie uh, beyond surface yeah. details and that was kind of my issue i have terrence howard who's good in this movie but i know like next to nothing about him i have maria bello who gets the least to do in this movie? She just kind of curls up in a ball and goes away for most of it. Uh, less than Viola Davis. Less than Viola. Eh. Oh yeah. Vi- I mean, Vi- Viola. Well, it, the, the difference cry, is the difference. The bit. difference is Viola Davis is one of the best actresses working today. I mean, Agreed. And so I, I can see so, <laughs> so much. She did a good job. So yeah. much in she, just so much in just the, some of the stares she gives, some of the looks yeah, yeah. she gives to no, people. No, she, I think she is, makes the most of what she's given but yeah. i think she had the worst part if if, if you yeah could i know yeah there's there's a, a, I, I understand that there's a, there's I, a i see what you're saying there's yeah. maybe a scene that's like okay that could have went differently she but left the that, house though yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah she, she was out of the house and at she's least. Not I mean, on Xanax. her best scene is basically in the trailer where she says oh, let's just let him do what he needs to do but i'll um i'll give credit to him to melissa leo too she has she has kind of a a, a performance she gets to give oh, in yeah. a small capacity no, no, that I good. that I quite yeah. enjoyed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of the acting, 
yes, I think the I think the acting's fine on this movie, but I do think it is too narrow of a focus where I get for being a two and a half hour movie, I feel like I should have learned more about these characters. It had actually had more procedural aspects to it. It doesn't feel as encompassing as it could have been uh, mm-hmm. for ha- for having so much to, so much you know runtime to tell you a story. It it didn't quite it it didn't quite add up to something that's you know had me really going. Like a film like Zodiac, which is one of my callbacks for obvious yes, reasons. Exactly. But Zodiac's like almost three hours, and that movie flies by to me every time I watch it. It's a dark, depressing drama, yet I can watch that movie over and over again. Um, Prisoner's not so much, and it's not a movie that I'd probably revisit in any time soon. But with all that said, the thing that stand out to me is Roger Deakins' cinematography in this movie. I think it's – this movie is gorgeous to watch for being yeah. a dark, dreary movie. I think every – and I say this as a person that thinks, like, Skyfall is an amazing movie to watch, also by Deakins. He did a great job with Skyfall. But that movie, it's pretty. Like, that's kind of all you can say about that movie in terms of cinematography. It doesn't really necessarily – it doesn't necessarily add to the movie that it looks so good. This movie – the way it builds tension just by stat- having static shots that close that like very slowly push in on things, it really set- gives you a sense of dread that aids this movie really well, and, and that's something and I he, really yeah. enjoyed about it. He really complements the depressing atmosphere yeah. with the palette. It's all like yeah. blues and grays, and yeah, it it sort of weighs on you as you're watching the film in a subtle way. So. His cinematography is extraordinary. I totally agree with you on that. And we have, uh, this is from director Denis Villeneuve, who has directed a couple of foreign films. Uh, Incendies was his most recent, and I believe that was up for uh, the, uh, the foreign film Oscar. Uh, he, I, think he's, I think he's a fine director. I think he does a decent job with this movie, but I think it's the, it is the cinematography and other things about this movie that save it. I don't think, it's, I don't think it is the direction. I think if, uh, if, like, if Deakins wasn't the cinematographer or if someone else was you know, a lesser a person in the, that's lesser in that field was handling the look of this movie, I think it would have suffered more. I think it would have been very noticeable yeah. that this movie's, you know, two and a half hours and feels yeah. like it and doesn't quite aid the story, which I do think is fairly tight. I do have the same kind of issue where it does be, it, it becomes more conventional by the end. Where And I wouldn't say... I agree with Mark. I, I, I don't try to guess where movies are going. That's not kind of how I watch movies. I'm never the one to get things ahead of time. But I would say that there are elements that are that make it kind of predictable as it goes... As it goes on, even though I didn't figure it out, but I... Well, in the middle of the picture, it's not predictable because some developments happen and you think, oh, we're going here now. And then you're kind of like, okay, what's this about? But then as it all, everything settles and then you get to the ending, then you're like, oh, okay, that's, I don't know, they... I'm not giving anything away. Yeah, they, but, yeah, and it's yeah. it kind of it hits some familiar beats that aren't yeah, like you said, aren't very innovative. And there's even some monologuing I, that actually you after don't the movie really was over, I'm, after the movie was over, I was kind of like asking myself, why didn't I figure that out? But yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And, well, I mean, I, I think it's because it, because because you've seen this kind of movie, I think before, so like you'd be like, you're, oh, you're I'm, expecting I'm, something. So you're expecting some. I guess yeah, you could be expecting, yeah, something, expecting different, that, uh, something. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that bother me a lot is like you guys bring up a lot of things, which is you know there's all these characters, there's all these middle of the middle of the film, there's like a new character, not really new, but there's a person there's that's, another, yeah, yeah. that's introduced, and you know they're not really red herrings because uh, they all do amount to something. Well, they're the same red herrings. I mean, some of these obviously there's well, only I mean, one. There's only one like, person that's responsible for things, right? That but happen. They're, <laughs> yeah, but they're all just interlaced, and but but, but there is it does they, yeah. So I mean, they're not like true red herrings where it's just like. Hey, look at me! I'm, I'm the I'm the guy right here. It's not for that. a while. Just... You for a while you think that for like a hey, good but... like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, and, and then when the film was done, I was thinking about it. I was like, that was that was a waste. You know, but they it, really I, I don't think I don't think it was a waste. Because yeah. that that storyline that they tell does it, it. You know, well, 
it ex- it ex- there's stuff that it explains he has certain aspects of what happens. Yeah. What right? right. So explains- there is a reason for it. I actually appreciated that. I kind of like the way that it all kind of at the end. I was sort of like, okay, they did play fair. All of this stuff makes sense, and I think it is even possible to guess certain things well, that, uh, if you're that, really if you're really paying attention. There are, uh, yeah. That per that person's storyline almost explains another character's storyline. Does yeah right yeah no, the, it certainly it, does. No, it's yeah. all it's all interlit. Like I feel like if you put this if you put the plot kind of mechanics on paper, yeah. it like looks good. That's why this. That's why like, it's a, it's a, it's superbly written. That's why a script like together. this is greenlit because it's like okay, that all makes sense to me yeah. really well. Yeah. Good job. So let's put this together now. But I do Did, think by having this. This two and a half hour movie, you're kind yeah, of, yeah. you're lending it yourself. It should not have been that long. It shouldn't have been, and you're lending yourself to exploring more of this world and more of these characters, and you don't, and that's right. that's the thing well, that holds me back. One thing I want to like say where it could have been edited a little bit. I think Hugh Jackman is is good. I mean, I think he's competent, and I think he plays his part. But I didn't need to have so many scenes of him yelling and getting upset. They didn't cry until I left them. What did you say? What did you say? No! 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 I don't know, maybe the MVP of the film. It was him. I kind of like, there's one scene, I don't know why this line sticks out to me, but he's talking to Hugh Jackman, and he's like, okay, I need you to calm down. Alex Jones, unfortunately, has the IQ of a 10-year-old. There's no way that someone with the IQ of a 10-year-old could abduct two girls in broad daylight and then somehow make them disappear. Well, maybe he wasn't on his own. How could he drive an RV if he has an IQ of a 10-year-old? Hey, we're considering all possibilities. I don't think you are considering all possibilities. I I, I hear what you're saying. No, listen to me. Just shut up for a second. This is what I'm going to need you to do for me. I need you to calm down, Mr. Dover. I understand this is an incredibly hard time, but I have every uniformed police officer in this state looking for Anna. I don't understand what any of this means. They said he ran. They said he tried to get away. I don't understand why he would try to run away. I hear what you're saying. I'm not crossing anybody off my list. Just let me do my job. And the way he right. delivers it is with such authority and so yeah. the way that a real policeman would talk. And I just, I was like, okay, I totally believe this character you're yeah. giving me right here. Between, and it totally goes yeah. to Aaron's point, which is, you know, like a lot of characters really aren't developed, but Jack Gyllenhaal's character is probably the most developed because yeah. you spend a lot of time with him. And again, you pick up on a lot of ticks that he has. Like he blinks a lot in this film. And I was like, oh, that's... Yeah. It's kind of cool, and then uh, it is not also, something that's uh, explained. It's just kind of like that's a thing he has, and you can kind of you can fill in the right. gap in your own mind. But like, right. yeah, well, we we spend like, a lot of we spend a lot of time with Hugh Jackman too, but I don't think his character is fully flushed out. His character is like not in the gray. It's totally on one side or the other. But I think you do. I think I you do. I think you do learn some some things about his past that kind of set up why he is certain ways and what and especially okay. if, with the there's I mean there's a there's like a very subtle thing about like religion that comes in here like it, right, which yeah. is which is incri- I think you it's incredible the movie subtle. Opens I don't know, I don't know if it's that like subtle the first two, two opening shots which is like you yeah, know it's not a, that subtle and then you, I, you I usually like, say subtle when it can deals with Catholics or Christians oh, okay, <laughs> so there we I don't go. think I don't think about it very uh, often but, no, but <laughs> I mean just to finish up that point I mean you do get the sense of Hugh Jackman's character because he's on the screen a lot too but I have no idea why he has like a ton of stuff in his garage or in his basement it's like I know that he's a survivalist and whatever else, but but I I never got a sense of oh yeah you know he was like an 
ex-military and he's just but really he is a, he is a or, carpenter though so that yeah. Yeah. explains why he's he's good with tools and stuff yeah you know absolutely but i mean like, why does he have like buckets of ammunition in his like in his basement he's got like tons of a red-blooded american man yeah and that, that's what i was thinking too i was like yeah he's totally ready for red dawn but uh, <laughs> but red for red dawn yeah but really i mean you know jake gyllenhaal i i really liked his delivery his you know he's just calm he's He's very to the point. The thing that I was going to bring up during the, the main part of the review that I was going to talk about was, like, I, I've seen The Wire, and The Wire kind of puts things into perspective for cop dramas and for a lot of other dramas, too. So when when they go missing, like, the timeline in this film is apparently over, like, the course of seven days. Um, but when they when the children go missing, Jake Gyllenhaal gets on it right away. And I was like, wait a minute. Don't they have to do, like, a missing persons for 24 hours kind of thing? And, and then also uh, uh, there's, like, a 10-hour interrogation that jake gyllenhaal throws at the guy that's what he claims and i was like what is going on like the timeline is kind of funky uh, but i guess it's all happening within the same night um and also uh, there's a part where these cops are interrogating this dude and he pulls a gun i was like wait a minute i've seen the wire the wire they even put the guns in the desk drawers before they go and beat up the the, the gang members and i was like i don't know about that so just small bits like that well, kind yeah, of threw me off which is nothing pertinent totally but it's the movie for me no, I mean, it, for me, I was like, wait a minute, this is, this is, I don't, I, for the, for the most part, the timeline did ruin it for me, where I was like, I don't understand. Well, like, like that, I mean, the timeline, I wouldn't say it had a problem with, but I mean, there's scenes like that that you mentioned involving a gun or a race against time or a, 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 a rainy car driving sequence where it's like, this, it, that was it, cool. it, I mean, in terms of how it looks and stuff, yeah, sure, it's competently yeah. made, but I mean, it, it fits these kind of these checkboxes of this kind of, of where this right. kind of thriller could go. That's where it kind of lost me in terms of this being a great movie as opposed to a good movie. And I agree with that too, because there's a lot of stuff that happens early on when Jake Gyllenhaal goes to go visit door to door knocking. And it's like, why does he find out about this stuff right now? Because I guess it's really pertinent to the film and, you know, but on the whole, I mean, again, yeah. good acting and good skills all around, but just, a story that we've all seen before. Something I really liked about Gyllenhaal, his relationship with his police captain. I, I really like that. Oh, yeah. He, that was really good. <laughs> it's this guy. It's, it's, it, it makes sense in the way it handled. Like, there's the police captain. He's like, he, he has a certain budget he has to work with, which is real. That's a real kind of thing. And so he can't, like, devote certain amounts of efforts to certain things. And Jake Gyllenhaal's trying to, like, you got to work with me here. And he's swearing at him. And it's like this, it's this neat relationship that I, it's just little things like that that, those are the kind of things that are like, it's a little different, and it makes me appreciate the performances more and appreciate the setting more, and I just wish it had more of that to go around with the other characters as well. As good as I think Terrence Howard is in this movie and, like, what he's – where he has to go and, you know, the same with the other cast members, I just – I wish there was more of them in this movie. That oh, yeah, yeah. So, it. I mean, like, I, I don't know how you guys felt the re about the rest of the cast members, but, again, it, it's it's fairly heavy with the families in the early on, and then they just drop off. Again, Mark, you mentioned that line that Viola Davis has. After that, it's just like – nothing you don't see any of them for for the next like 45 minutes but i, I think the movie is mainly about uh hugh jackman and jake gyllenhaal yeah, so, they're, they're the stars yeah. of the show for sure right yeah so i think i mean it, first personally i don't want them i don't want all those characters to have just as big of a part yeah no it would either. be too much yeah yeah, I, I agree with that, but like, that'll they, take. They just have such a, a huge ensemble that you know you you kind of think about, hey, well, how is this person feeling, or how's that person feeling? It, and then it, they also have like other children, which, which, <laughs> you know, it, it, there's like this mysterious event that happens, like when uh, there's some sneaking around in their homes. I was like, oh, this is going to be intense, and it just leads up to nothing really. Oh, one thing also is yeah. kind of funny too is, I mean, the movie is two and a half hours, so it's quite long, mm -hmm. yet. It has this sort of abrupt ending, like we just can't, we just can't finish it now. We're just gonna like end it, 
And that like <laughs> makes me laugh because I mean I, I get it. They're 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 ending it on kind of a you know just I, like I like that ending actually. Serious. No, no, as much it as it was, was it was interesting, but it's just I, I would have liked. It's fine. I liked it too, but. I just it's funny that the movie is so long and then all of a sudden the ending is this sort of like okay bam over it credits does. right so it, it does, does have just a it little, does it made have me like, laugh actually when I was watching I just I don't I don't know how the alternative makes it better <laughs> well the no, alternative does have would like be to chop out like you know a half an hour in the middle of the film so that the whole the film just flows and it would be fine True, but that, yeah it's it just that they they need to deal so much time with showing Hugh Jackman getting upset and angry and yelling there's so much dedicated to that and I just feel like they should have cut that. That was actually that was actually his uh, his audition reel for Thor. <laughs> you want me to leave that hammer down? <laughs> um, okay, so I think we've we've gotten through our thoughts on Prisoner. I don't think is there anything else anything anyone wants to add? I'll say okay. Uh, people, some people know I'm not a big fan of Paul Dano. I was I, gonna say. You I will say I for what he's required to do with this movie, I appreciated it, and I did. I, I felt sorry for things that he had to go through. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, you like, didn't. Oh, that was paid for him. Well, I was going to say, you should be happy with this casting because of because of your feelings for him. He's This is probably a good role for him. Oh, yeah. In terms of the it's, role it's he's casting, it's, it's like, yes. <laughs> it's sort of like, it's sort of the reason why I love Robin Williams in One Hour Photo. Because I don't, movie. I cannot stand that actor. And in that film, it's a perfect casting choice because it's just Even like his dramatic roles. Him. You can't stand him. I cannot. Well, like him in Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Man, I just Heartless. don't care for him as a. I, you know, no. Then, I mean, then don't watch the. If you, if you don't like Kevin Costner, I don't like Robin Williams. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but, I mean, there's, but there's one there. There is a shot of Dano where I'm like, damn. That sucks. Like, that's, yeah. This concludes the very non-spoiler section of the show. Uh, Rosebud's a slide. Let's move on to the rating. Um, each one out now an Aaron Abe. We try to rate movies based on when you should go and see them. And we have a scale that goes from IMAX to theater to dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, TV, or just kind of forget about it. On that scale, bleh, Mark, where would you put Prisoners? Oh, I, I'd say theater. I mean, I enjoyed it, so I, I would say theater. Marcus? Theater, yeah. Abe? Surprisingly, I'd say HBO, and that's primarily not because it's a bad movie, but it's just it's just long, and I think that it's something that you'd enjoy on HBO. Okay, did not see that coming. Um, theater, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I think the cinematography of this movie is worth seeing it on the big screen alone. Um, so there we are. Let's move on to movie callback. Callback, callback, callback. This is where we discuss a couple of the films that relate in some way to the main feature of the week, and um, let's start with uh, Marcus. Marcus, any uh, movies you thought of? Um, okay, so this, I think this, for me, this is my favorite Jake Gyllenhaal performance. Now, I'll call back his worst performance, which is 2001's Bubble Boy. I was going to say, it better be Bubble Boy. <laughs> yeah, it better be Bubble, Bubble Boy. So that, that that's going to be my callback. It's but he has some awesome spiky should, hair. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie nobody should have a, to sit through. And, and even if you think Jake Gyllenhaal's a great actor, he's terrible in it. He's too... Just it's not it's yeah. Just don't he was even it. better in City Slickers. End of Watch. I mean, he's really good at End of Watch. He's good at End of Watch. He's good, yes. as, he's good as cops. He's really good well, as cops. Well, he's good, he's yeah, good he as, is good as cops. Yeah, I thought about that too. Yeah. Uh, Mark. Yeah. Uh, well, I kind of thought of David Fincher movies, uh, particularly Zodiac, which you mentioned earlier, and also Seven. Yeah. Okay. Ape. 
Uh, obviously, a lot of like kidnapping films. So obviously, Gone Baby Gone, and also uh, Minority Report. But yeah, I did think of uh, Zodiac as well. Um, in terms of like time length, uh, Marcus, you brought up a good point, which is a uh, 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 Place Beyond the Pines is actually a long movie. But that movie felt like nothing to me too. And this movie, I was just like, eh. so yeah, a lot of kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i um yeah kidnapping movies came to mind silence of the lambs oh yes How could I, forget? I don't know why that hasn't been mentioned by a lot of people um ransom taken because you know <laughs> why not uh michael clayton came to mind for some reason for like whatever reason just like popped in my head at some point in this film <laughs> uh gone baby gone fargo um and yeah Zod- zodiac was the biggest one that came to mind and just because it, it just it does things that like you like uh like mark you mentioned like yeah, this is obviously the Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman show. I think Zodiac, while it's definitely focused on Gyllenhaal, once again, Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr., it does a great job of, of having an ensemble cast, and but while still incorporating them while developing these three lead characters a lot. I think it, it does that so much better, and that's mm-hmm. that's what was holding Prisoners back for me, that kind of aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only one that chose Bubble Boy? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm sure that scores of fans, scores of fans <laughs> listeners have also chosen Bubble Boy. I was I was gonna choose uh, that other the, the day after tomorrow, of course, is the other. Oh, there we go. There. We, oh, wow. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, what time is it now? It's a. Uh, it's a uh, sponsor time. That's what it yeah. is. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com. So chat now podcast. There are over a hundred thousand titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 device of any kind. For you, the listeners of Out Now there today, Audible is offering a free audiobook download for a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I have a book to recommend this week. It is, funny enough, Silence of the Lambs by Thomas Harris. And listen, I've actually listened to this version of the audiobook. It's narrated by Kathy Bates. It's really well done. Wow. Um, is it spine ting- tingling? It is spine tingling. She does Ooh. a good job with the voices and stuff. But yeah, it's obviously Hannibal Lecter, the ultimate villain of modern fiction who scared the world silent, an evil genius locked away for unspeakable crimes. Features also a young FBI trainee who's plunged into the darkest chambers of a psychopath's mind in a deadly search for a serial killer. Silence of the Lambs, classic movie. Good book, too. Really good book. And, uh, yeah, you can find that on Audible. Uh, trial.com. podcast. You can download that book or any other book that you find there. Set up your account. Get the book. Delete your account. And then still keep the book. I mean... It's and then do it all over again or with keep, different or keep, or you keep your account. Like, you keep the account and find more books if you want. Yeah. But you can get one for free if you go to audible.com slash podcast. So there you go. Let's do a little feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. This is where we go over some of the, the uh, various listener responses that we've had to many of our questions available on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash podcast and Twitter.com slash underscore podcast. All of that. Um, <laughs> so we asked a number of questions and uh, here we go. Here's the, here are the answers we had. Um, I asked uh, favorite kidnapping related film. Uh, Joe Jans put ransom or taken. Scott Butler tried to get brownie points with me by saying The Way of the Gun, because that's one of my favorite movies. Izzy put Alpha Dog. Jason has taken. Tyler has Scarface. It kidnapped my childhood. <laughs> and uh, Matthew has Ants. Best semi-accidental kidnapping scene involving six-legged creatures ever. Boom, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we also asked Hugh Jackman, Liam Neeson. What other actors would you never want to mess with? And if it came down to taking something from them. Uh, Joe writes Mel Gibson, which I would agree with because that guy is uh, crazy scary. Uh, Mike writes at you. <laughs> Mike writes Sam Jackson, Liam Neeson, Danny Trejo, Jija Yannon, uh, Donnie Yen, Sigourney Weaver, and Arlie M. Ermy. Arlie Ermy. 
Arlie Army. Yeah. Uh, well, Marcus writes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Oh, Drill yeah. Sergeant. Got it. Uh, friend of the show, Marcus. And Toy Story. Right now. <laughs> and to- and Toy Story. Stephen <laughs> a.k.a. Milton. Good answer. <laughs> good answer, Marcus. <laughs> that was a good answer. Gina writes, or I'm sorry, Patrick writes, Gina Carano. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan writes Nicholas Cage and Don- Danny DeVito. He may be small, but I bet he has a fierce, unmerciful opponent. Or he is a fierce, unmerciful opponent. Um, Jason writes Gerard Butler, Arnold, Mister Freeze, Schwarzenegger. I'm sure that's the role you wouldn't want to encounter with. <laughs> Ice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many find- Simpsons references. I just love it. You always, oh, okay. I always can count on you for that. <laughs> And then uh, Jay, or he also continues with Jason Statham, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, and Danny Trejo. Uh, Philip writes, uh, Idris Elba, hashtag man crush. Yeah, me too. Uh, William writes, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, you probably still can kick your ass. I thought you were uh, going to say hashtag man crush again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just hashtag get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tyler that's writes, awesome. Gary Busey. Never know what he'll do next, which is very true. <laughs> Okay, so next here we have, is there an actor that you are absolutely not threatened by? And Marcus, once again, Jimmy Stewart, mostly because he's dead. That just about confirmed <laughs> <Thank> me. <you. laughs> yeah. Uh, Gerard has Michael Sarah. Graham seconded that vote. Maxwell has Rick Moranis. Robert James has Jack Lemon. Joe Jans has McLovin. Scott Mendelson, friend of the show, put Leslie Jordan. Maybe the best answer here. Um, <laughs> Mike Jones put Michelle Rodriguez, which is surprising. I don't think I'd want to encounter Michelle Rodriguez in a situation. Um, if Mike Jones thinks he can take Michelle Rodriguez, all power to him. Uh, Matthew has <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. William has Giovanni Ravisi. <laughs> and, do it! Um, then uh, Philip has uh, Dana Carvey. Turtle? Turtle? <laughs> oh, wow. And then uh, we asked, uh, favorite movies where it is constantly raining? And Gerard writes, seven? Yes. One, one of the ac- actual answers to this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim writes, Blade Runner. Uh, Another one of the actual answers to this question. Jason writes, Inception. Um, Mike writes, Twilight Eclipse, which I haven't seen, but I'm assuming that's I don't, I don't recall probably... rain in that movie. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, don't I, know I watched it is. once, and I didn't care. So, Marcus, or Mark, you're, you're a big fan of the Twilight series. <laughs> I couldn't get Eclipse. through that. Sentence. Does it rain a lot? Probably. <laughs> They are in Washington. <laughs> All right. uh, Adam writes Shutter Island, which I'm sure rains a lot there. Um, Robert, James. <laughs> Robert James writes constantly. Not sure, but there's always singing in the rain. Uh, and then Corey writes Hard Rain <laughs> with Christian Slater. Just kidding. You know what? I like Hard Rain. It's a solid 90s action movie. Hard Rain well, is cool. About... Like, he gets decapitated, right? There's, there's, some, there's some stuff in there. Yeah. Hard rain. How about Black Rain? Did that have a lot of raining in it? I, that's in Japan. I don't recall. If, I haven't seen Hard Rain ever. Well, it's it's called know. Black Rain. Yeah, so. Idea, but you never know. There's gonna be movies I don't know other titles. Black uh, Rain. Huh? So we asked. Rain. We asked uh, if anyone had questions for the show. We've kind of been building the. I have these kind of built up on another file of because like we have we have a lot of these. But uh, I, we have we have three here that we're gonna ask right now. And I got I got one right away because I know Marcus is a, a fan of this person I'm about to mention. And this wow. question's from Izzy. Yes. Why was Sucker Punch so bad, and why does Zack Snyder get so much hate from the film community? And um, Sucker Punch was bad because it was bad. I think that's yes, that's yeah. like, right? I tell this story often, but I'll tell it again. When I left the theater, I texted Aaron, F this movie. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Our second <laughs> review. 
Yeah. Wait, wait. The question was, why is it so bad? And then why does he get so much hate? Yeah, that was the second. I think he just answered his own question. <laughs> because he made some... <laughs> right, because he makes bad movies. That's, yeah. that's not... I've, uh, oh, some of them are bad. Only, only The second one is the only one that I don't like of his movies. Really? I haven't, I haven't been gushing over Man of Steel either, I, I but I mean, I, I don't dislike it. Oh, yeah, you like it. that. I'm going to say it. I didn't like Watchmen that much. I'm just going to say it. That's nice for you. Okay. <laughs> Legends <laughs> of the Guardians. That's that's a great. Hey, that, that's a solid that's movie. A solid movie. There's oh. that's some great aerial action in that movie. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Way way better than Red or Red, Red Tails. Tails. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you have an answer to this question, or or was your answer already answered? What's well, that? Well, Mark, because oh, I know you're not a fan of Zack Snyder. I understand. No, I, I no, I don't. I know. Okay. All right. So uh, again, this question is for everybody. Everyone can answer. Uh, Izzy also writes, whatever he writes, whatever happened to Freddie Prince Jr. I think it's Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, whatever I, happened to him? I know the Mark answer to this question. Actually, I actually I know the exact answer to this question. Yeah. <laughs> Besides being happily married to Sarah Michelle Gellar and having two kids, he uh, got involved with uh, WWE. He uh, he helps produce WWE. He's a wrestler? Oh. No, he's not a re- no. He he's a fan of wrestling of wrestling, and he's in a position where he's like, well, obviously the acting thing's not going too hot. I'm gonna produce that. So that's what he does. I mean, he still does things from time to time, like guest cameos. Yeah, and, he does uh, a lot of guest star roles, but uh, he was on a uh, he was on a uh, Psych as a a geek that turned into a cool looking dude. He was on the last season of Twenty Four, <laughs> and that was the first time I was like, you know what, Freddie Prinze not that bad in this movie. <laughs> This is a, this here's, here's this next question is a good one um, that we can all answer actually. Uh, this one's from Joshua Foster. Uh, what was hands down the worst movie you've reviewed for the show? The the worst movie. The worst reviewing. movie, and I'm trying to think of which one's the yeah. worst. Offhand, I'm just saying a good day to die oh, hard. Um, I would say don't be afraid of the dark, but that's, that's not your, That's not the worst film. That, the I, worst. that like we did like a whole ep- that we did an episode for, not just like one that I mentioned. Oh. Show. I'm trying to think of a, the worst uh-huh. movie that, that I've that we've done a show for. Apollo 18 comes to mind. Oh yeah, that one was bad. Uh, that was Susan Moore. We have seasons of the show now, Abe. Is that what we did? <laughs> no, I said, was that with Susan? Susan. Oh, was that that was yeah, that was with Susan actually. Yeah. Uh, Total Recall comes to mind. I think we had a fun discussion with that one, even though it was a bad movie. Yeah, I'm about to say our worst episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's like episode one. That's our worst episode. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, Mark, you recall a movie that you just really hated that you talked about on the show for the review? I guess, man. Well, oh, that that I actually reviewed. Hmm. Well, I I think oh, I, I know the, I, I know my answer, but go on, Mark. Never mind. I I'm trying to think because it would have to be one that I reviewed. I I know I I was there for Man of Steel, right? Yes. That yeah. I mean, that's not my worst film, but that would probably be the worst Certainly one I think reason. that I've reviewed for the show. Oh, I didn't I didn't care for Green Lantern very much, but I think um I oh, think yeah, Green Lan- Man of Steel. Favorite, that's one of my favorite episodes. You talking about Green Lantern? <laughs> right. That one line, um, but the uh, yeah, I think Man of Steel was actually worse mm. in my opinion. Marcus, you know I've had you kind of know hated on the show. Um, <laughs> I wasn't on for the Beast of the Southern Wild one, but you I, weren't. What? No, That's crazy. No. I would. <laughs> I, Killer Joe. I yep. yeah. I oh, that was a good uh, one. It's a good episode. That is a that really good episode. Grow up I, I remembered about. my answer. It's a Piranha 3 Double D. That's the exact answer to the one. I, I didn't really? see that, so but I guess I was really missing out. Bad. That wasn't that bad. Piranha 3 Double D. Yeah. Are you saying that you hate boobs, Aaron? Yeah, how dare you? We're talking, about Piranha, we're talking about Piranha 3 Double D. There's a difference between Piranha 3 Double D and Piranha 3 D. I'm not going to get yeah. into that debate again. <laughs> uh, we, we don't need to. No. But there's, there's hilarious bad, and there's like, like why, just, why, just like, like just covering your face, and just like why did I come into the theater like, bad? I've been shamed. 
Um, Joshua had a second part to his question. He asked, um, also, a blue velvet commentary would be so awesome. And I'm really entertaining that idea. I'd be, I'd be completely down to do a commentary for blue velvet. So uh, we'll keep that in mind. We'll put that in the bank of commentary possibilities. Hmm. That's, a, that's a good one. Um, it's like such a it's such a wild movie to, to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen it all the way through. Oh, How yeah. could you have right? not it, seen that film? I, I, I don't know. You don't like David Lynch? I, I'm not a. I'm not it's a not big, like I don't. I don't. It's not like I don't like him. It's I'm just, not a. I'm not a big Lynch fan, actually. I. Oh. So like, I, I really am actually. So, so Blue Velvet's one really? that I was surprised that I like so much. I also am a big fan of The Elephant Man, which I cannot start talking about without getting emotional about it. So I'm gonna stop right now and move on to the next segment. That was out of feedback, by the way. Thank <laughs> feedback, you. Feedback, feedback, feedback. That's um, you know, Facebook.com/slash/podcast and Twitter.com/slash/underscore/podcast. That's where we ask all the questions and people feel free to you know. To provide all their answers. We get a lot of the same uh, response, not the same responses, a lot of the same uh, people responding to us, and we love to get more. It's fun to interact with the listeners and everything. We love doing it. Email, of course. Oh, we love our uh, we love our co- our uh, constant commenters as well. So oh yeah, thanks. for sure. We appreciate you guys, everybody, for tuning in and writing responses. Let's get to box office. Uh, each week, we go over the box office total. <laughs> our previous week's predictions were anywhere close to what actually happened, and this was a tight race this week. Uh, do you remember what you predicted, Abe? Uh, I think I said. Was it second place and maybe like fifteen point seven or something like that? I love that you've remembered that you did decibel. Yeah, you said um, you said second seventeen point nine. Oh, okay. Right. Whatever that reason is. Uh, uh, Jimmy O from Joe Blows at twenty million. Jason Coleman, uh, twenty one million. I said twenty four million. I reached a little higher, and I believe Jason is our winner because Prisoners hit with twenty one point four million this weekend. Ooh. Um, it did a did solid numbers for you know a two and a half hour R rated kidnapping drama in September. Um, so yeah, that did fine. Insidious dropped as it as that movie like that would, but it doesn't matter because it already made eight times its budget last weekend. <laughs> uh, the, the family, for some it's reason, no like, conjuring though. It's no conjuring, yeah, but no it's, conjuring. It's, it, it's it's cheaper than conjuring and make it a. It's you know it's not good. That's what it doesn't right. Happen. No, it, it's made <laughs> that's money. Not, that's the uh, problem. Um, all right. Yes. Okay. Moving Mark, on. Moving for on. Whatever reason, like this movie a lot. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Battle of the Year 3D, the yes, the Chris Brown breakdancing drama. That has that guy from Drake and Josh in it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Red Dawn and the Red Wa- Dawn, exactly. Yeah, and, and the Wackness. Oh my God, Red Dawn. That's another terrible, freaking movie. Sponsored uh, by Subway. Five million in fifth place. So there you go. Uh, the Wizard of Oz, ninth place in its i its IMAX 3D re-release. Uh, oh. I want to. I want to see this before it leaves. It's in my giant IMAX that's near me. I IMAX 3D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check it out. I saw one Oz movie in 3D. Might as well see both of them. That does um, make sense. <laughs> yeah. Double features. What else? Lee Daniels. Have you, Lee, have you Lee heard Daniels, Lee Daniels the Butler is still making money too. I just need to shout that out. Unfortunately, <laughs> people are still being duped. Past the hundred million dollar mark. Ooh. I know. That's it's right nice up there with Despicable Me too. Good a, a drama succeed like that though. That's a that's I, I'm actually happy to see that. You know. Uh, okay. Unlike Insidious Chapter Two. Um, gonna, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll mention this too. Enough said. This is the last movie. Uh, the features James, James Gandolfini's final performance, and Julie Louise Dreyfus stars in the movie. Julie Louise Dreyfus, who just won an Emmy for Veep this today, Woo! Uh, as well as well as Tony Hale for Veep. Uh, Buster has an Emmy. Oh. Yeah, uh, good for them. But yeah, enough said. So it like, opened like four screens. It's really well reviewed. I'm really looking forward to it. I missed my screenings for it, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, but that's like opened really limited, but made some you know decent uh, per theater average. So there you go. Uh, cool. 
Rush, not so much. Rush opened like five theaters. And, also limited, though. Oh, yeah. very limited. Yeah, it opens wide next week, but uh, not the biggest like, hey, here it is kind of debut, but I'm hoping more people check it out next weekend. And um, yeah, so that's box office. Let's move on now. Oh, Aaron, is it that very special time when we there's, play some... There's a time, all right. There is some a... games. It's like it's like you're you've taken my heart as a prisoner. I've captivated you. That's that was bad. like the extended version. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the two hour and forty five minute version of Prisoners. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Moving on here, I have two games this week. First one is called "Give Me Back My." Give me back my son. Blank. Um, I'm going to read um, quotes from movies that have "Give me back my." Give me back my. In the in the sentence. <laughs> Followed, and it'll have the rest of the words. This, well. this is almost like my game of uh, Don't You Dare, but yeah. my game was awful. Yeah, it was, so hopefully this will work out better. <laughs> give me back my... Um, but I'll, I'll give some clues, I guess, if the if it doesn't like scream to you right away of what it is, which they most likely will. This will be a very tough game, I imagine. But here we go. Give me back my... Face. Face off? Once again, you need to... Sorry, I didn't mention this. You gotta say Mark your name face first. Off. Yeah. Oh, Mar- yeah. Oh. It's not face off. No, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> give me back my face. It's not face off. I will say it's this is from a very a director we just recently mentioned. This movie. Hmm. Uh, give me back my face. Oh, can I say? I think I know. All out. Okay, so, uh, Watchmen. Zack Snyder. Correct, Mark. You're oh. bored. I thought it was that Owl's movie. <laughs> it says that in that movie too. I was just thinking. I watch Owl's so widely known. <laughs> just like who, who? Give me back my face. Who? What do you think? <laughs> this is a two. This is a two-person quote. What do you think you're doing? Give me back my book. I'm sick of hearing about your book, Joe. I'll give it back when we leave. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, Marcus. Reservoir Dogs. Correct. Marcus oh. Ford. Good call. I thought that'd be tough. Because it, it's because my Harvard Kite celebration was spot on. That's yeah, why. it was. Yeah. Okay. Scary. <laughs> Scary. Don't make me do Scary. this, Joe. Okay, I'm done. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just All take right. the Academy Award. Right. Yeah. Give me back my gun, you punk ass bitch. Was <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, I could that say was it, pretty I, good. I, I could say it more pimpish. Give me back my gun, you punk ass bitch! <laughs> um, that's my clue by saying pimp, by the way. Uh, uh, Abe, James Franco in Spring Breakers. Incorrect. Mm. <laughs> Close. Marcus. Marcus. Yeah? Uh, Malibu's Most Wanted? No, God, no. What? <laughs> no. No one would ever reference this can we, movie. Can we get a hint? Uh, yes, it is a comedy. It stars a duo. <laughs> that didn't help. Um, it's um, <laughs> it stars a duo. Um, it Aaron and Abe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it is it is a buddy cop movie. Fairly Mark. Yes. The other guys. The other guys is the correct answer. <laughs> Here's the next one. Uh, I gotta edit this one. You kill him, you kill yourself, you motherfucker. Give me back my son. Mark Ransom. Ransom is the correct answer. Ugh. Mark's burning away with it here, guys. No. I'll just stay silent. I got, I got, Mel Gibson. I got three more. I'll just sit here and stay silent. Okay. You just said you were going to clean it up. You're going to try and win. Come on, Marcus. I got three more. Here we go. <laughs> money? You want money? You think I want money? What I want is my morning back. I need you to give me back my time back to me. Can you give me back my time? Sounds huh? like Chris Tucker, Can so. you? Me yelling and being black is a big hint. Abe, hey, Chris Tucker, nothing to lose. Nothing, is that right? That's, that's not nothing to lose is Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins. Uh, Money talks is Chris Tucker. Neither yes! of those are right. <laughs> nothing to, use to lose must be on like TBS all the time. 
for some reason, TBS loves Martin Lawrence. That's all I've heard. Very <laughs> funny. Blue, Blue Streak and Nothing to Lose are movies I've seen, CBS. like, way too much. And that night where he goes back in, in time. I've never seen that movie, though. <laughs> Black Knight? Never seen that movie, even though it got that correct in a trivia game that they put. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know Can you give me back my time? I don't know. Okay, time's up. It's Changing Lane, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, who saw that? I did. Fantastic movie. I, I saw it. Yeah. Was it Samuel L. Jackson? Is he Sam, the one that said it? Yeah, Sam Jackson. Yeah. Great performance from Sam Jackson. Great performance yeah. from Ben Affleck in that yeah, movie. Like too, yeah. Oh my god, it's, that's it's uh, a good movie. He's it's doing his work right. pro bonos now, right? It is. The title I, is terrible, but it's a good it is, movie. It is. It is title. It is a terrible title, but it's such a smartly made. I got. I'd watch that and Michael Clayton back and forth. Double fe- double feature that. <laughs> wow. All right, here we go. What's the next one? Give me back my country. Uh, a uh, Braveheart. Um, 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 Marcus, brave. No. <laughs> You've eliminated both brave <laughs> options. <laughs> you sounded like the, everybody from Bra- do that again. Give me back Give my me- country. <laughs> oh, Abe, can you? You're the uh, Irish expert. Can you do your accent? I heard it last week. It was my awesome. Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, Abe, do your Irish. Oh, oh, right, yeah, you for did. my arrow. Loosen out an arrow. Oh, yeah. Give me back my country. <laughs> you don't remember saying that. Give me back my country. This is how I know. Mark listens to this show, and I love Mark, it. Mark is a fan of the show. I, re- I do. I religiously listen to it. It was a good episode last week. <laughs> it was fun. I got I to start listening. All right, time's up on this one. Um, it's, it's Robin Hood, the Kevin Costner version. Oh, wow. Uh, Should have known. I, I was doing a terrible accent on purpose because Kevin Costner's terrible. Because you hate Kevin Costner. Uh, it doesn't help that he's bad in that movie. Come on. I don't know why. You don't like Dances with Wolves either? No, I think Dan's Wolves was a good movie. I okay. Just don't like Kevin. That, doesn't, that doesn't make me like Kevin Costner. You didn't like Tin Cup? Tin, uh, tin Cup and um, what's the other one? Bull, Dur- Bull Durham, Bull I give him. Yeah. Bull Durham, I give him. Open Range, you give him, too. Those like those are solid. Open Range, Open Range was directed by him, too. Yeah, Open Range has like one of my favorite gunfights ever. That, that, That's a long gunfight. It is, and it's real. Yeah. Like They're missing. It's all over the place. It's crazy. Last one in this game, right, last playing, one. by the way. Give me back my baby. Uh, There's a horror movie. Back. There's a hint. Baby, give me back my... It's a remake, back. also. There's another. Give me back my baby. Uh, I want to say, oh no, I'm thinking of like that Sally Field movie, but that was Daughter. <laughs> wow, there's a call. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Deep Cuts by Mark Hoban. <laughs> it's a remake, huh? Give oh, me back my um, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, Marcus. Yes. Uh, Poltergeist. Nope. That, that was never. Uh, has it hasn't been remade yet. Yeah, it hasn't been remade yet. Oh, well, whatever. It's being remade, it's being remade but... It's being remade, yeah. There we go. That's what I meant. You're actually... if I had another one that I didn't use, but there's Give Me Back My Daughter, and that's from the Amityville Horror, which is a remake. But, <laughs> Give Me Back My Baby? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Rosemary's Baby? That's what I was... Or I was thinking, like, maybe The Omen? I don't know. That's no. not The Omen, though. Okay, it's up. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes is the answer to that question. Damn, that was my next guess. <laughs> It looks like uh, Mark and I tied. <laughs> Mark and I tied. We both got three. Wait, but you're the moderator. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't stop you from winning games if you can't and get the and answers. Your points are doubled because you're moderator. There's, Abe, there's a thing called Vegas, and the house always wins. It's there. the house. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's called the house because the house always wins. But here we go. Here's the next game because we haven't played this one in a while. It's called Knockout. Oh no. Knockout. I'm gonna win. I'm just doesn't, saying. Right now. I'm gonna win. Doesn't sound like something I would win. Yeah, this is the game where I'm going. I'm going to. Scared, Marcus. I'm going to name an actor, and we're gonna to have to take turns going in a in a established position of naming the various roles that that person has had in movies. If you can't, oh think, if God. you can't, if you can't think of one in a couple seconds, you're out. 
<laughs> do you want to just kick me out now? No, we'll start. We'll start. We'll start with you. We'll go, yeah. Marcus. You got to give me like a five, five, one thousand, five Mississippi. I'll give you that, three. That's too long. Three Mississippi. <laughs> so we'll start with Marcus, then Mark, Abe, and myself. All right. Got it. Got it. Okay. So here we go. The actor is Jake Gyllenhaal. Go. Uh, uh Jarhead. Uh, Donnie Darko. City Slickers. <laughs> Bubble Boy. <laughs> uh, 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 Zodiac. Uh, Jarhead. That was uh, that's said. Uh, Was that the one? He, I couldn't hear what you said. The first one. Tough, t- tough <laughs> cookies. You're out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> End of watch. Um, October Sky. Uh, Source Code. Uh, Prince of Persia. Sands of Time. A whole title. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Do- uh, Donnie Darko. That's already been said. Has it? Fuck. Yeah, yeah I said it. Uh, brothers, brothers. Uh. One Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. What? What? What's going on here? You're out. Just you're out. Marcus is the winner of the first me. round of the yes. game. Yes. Thank you. All right. Uh, That's my prize. Uh, the goodbye girl, I believe, is the. Where was it? The what is it? That Jennifer Aniston one. I don't know. The good girl. That's what it is. The good. Girl. Oh. Eh. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a little thing called Brokeback Mountain. That's. A Did any of you say oh, prisoners? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that one. Forgot about Brokeback Mountain. Okay, Can't well, there's, we still got we got we got one more round where we well I have one more written and then the winner of that one gets to name the next person. All right, let's do this. Here we go. The next one is, in same order. Marcus starts, then Mark, then Abe, then me. Okay. Speak up. <laughs> the next hand, Hugh Jackman. Prisoners. Liam is Rob. Uh, swordfish. Someone like you. Um, the Prestige. The Wolverine. Uh, Kate and Leopold. X two. X Men United. Oh, he's uh, the title. Oh, he he was he the balls the um movie forty three. Okay. Real Steel. <laughs> Real Steel. Okay. Uh uh uh. The Fountain. Oh, Australia. Uh, uh, swordfish. It was I already said it. You're out. Oh God. Marks up. Um, Van Helsing. Oh yeah. Uh, X Men One. That'd be if that works. X Men Origins Wolverine. I think that Mark or Mark already no, said no, that. No. He said the said, Wolverine. I oh, said yeah, yeah, the Wolverine. Don't stall. <laughs> when does it? Uh, can I say? Can I, can I do a cartoon? Name something. Yes. Please. Happy Feet. Oh yeah, that counts. Uh, swept away. What was that nope. claymation movie? Nope, you're out. Flushed away. Flushed away. No. <laughs> and I just said flushed away. Marks up. Uh, I don't know which ones haven't been said. So, X Men: The Last Stand. Oh, you got it. <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, what's that one called? Ooh, McGregor. Um, deception. That's too late. I counted three Mississippi's. It's called deception. No one said Lemmy Zarab, by the way. No, no, I said it. Yeah, that was the first one. No one said Scoop, by the way. Classic. No one said Scoop. Yeah. No one said Oh, it's one of my favorites. Is it over? It's over. You won. What did you not say? Scoop. No, no, but I mean, how did how did you go out? I thought you said something. No, I didn't say it in time. I counted. Yeah. It's like wrestling. He's in a timer. I called someone like you though, and no one referenced that movie ever. So there you go. Someone like you. Um, okay, so Mark, you won that one, so now you get to choose the next actor, and that'll be our last round. Uh, uh... Yeah, we'll start with Marcus. So as soon as you say the actor, we'll start. Oh, God. Okay. Same order? Same order. How about Michael Caine? Uh, Dark Knight. 
That then begins. Ah, I'm not even in it's that order. Turn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, can I just say that then? Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Batman begins. Take care of it. <laughs> uh, Alfie. The Italian job. Uh, Inception. Uh, the Prestige. Uh, Austin member or Austin Powers three. Gold member. <laughs> Gold member. Um, uh, the Cider House rules. Uh, I think he was in Children of Men. You're right. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, the man from King. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. two Mississippi, three Mississippi. You're right. <laughs> um, Harry Brown. Harry Brown. He was only uh, about ten years old. I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dirty rotten scoundrels. One Mississippi. What's the one? Hold on. Two Mississippi. <laughs> Two and a half Mississippi. Coffee remake. <laughs> no, that's actually where, uh, it's up to you. Yeah. Well, it's up to the moderator, Mark. Actually, Mark, you're, you're the. Well, what was the movie? Well, he said Alfie remake, but I was counting you two and a half Mississippi. It's up to you. you <laughs> that's fine. You, make, you could crown yourself king right now. Giving Mark a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mark. Jaws the Re- I, that's fine. I'll accept it. Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> nice. Um, wow, and nice. Um, get Carter. Damn, that was my next one. Um, on Mississippi. To Mississippi. That rises? Did we say that? No? Uh, I don't think so. Um, Death Trap. Hmm. One Mississippi? He's got a lot of movies. The, the, now You See Me. Mississippi? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. Recent. It's on Mark. Uh, One Mississippi? Sleuth. Two Mississippi? The Weatherman. Oh! The- Dressed to Kill. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Cars two. <laughs> wow. Finn McMissile. Um, ed- <laughs> educating Rita. Um. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. This congeniality. <laughs> oh gosh. One Mississippi. Did somebody blame it on Rio? Nope. No one said that. No, okay. no I don't think so. <laughs> that great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> Um, one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi, three Mississippi. God. <laughs> Mark Hoban, man. I, I have one more too. I just thought of. What was it? Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh no! Damn it! <laughs> I just thought of Love that one. Lions, by the way. <laughs> Digging deep. Second- oh yeah, secondhand lions. That's right. Good, good game. Good job, Mark. You're our winner this week. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right. That's how you play games, guys. Let's out now presents right now. I almost won. You almost did. You almost did. Yeah. Tremendous effort. <laughs> Better than Abe. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Out now presents what's out now. These are movies coming out on Blu-ray, DVD, and VOD this week. Plenty of them here. Hey. We have Iron Man three. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, okay. It's fun. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, Redemption, which I did not see. This is a Jason Statham movie uh, from Stephen, uh, director. Uh, Stephen Knight, who wrote Eastern Promises. I want to check it I want to check that one out. It's on the new bit. Um, VHS 2. That's a definite yay for me. I think that movie's fantastic. Uh, it just corrects everything that was wrong with the first VHS. <laughs> you want to be freaked, freaked out, watch VHS 2. It's actually pretty well made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first season of Hannibal comes out this week. I really liked Hannibal. I was digging that show. Um, let's see. The Dark Knight Trilogy Deluxe Edition Blu-ray comes out this week. So if, yeah. if you don't own all three of those this already, or you really want to have like two extra hours of people saying that was good, um, <laughs> then um, you know pick that up. 
And uh, <laughs> Room 237 finally hits uh, All right. this week. That's the uh, the documentary about the conspiracy theorists involved with the shine or the conspiracy theories around the shining um yeah. and that's one i've been wanting to check out even though i know it's going to be like really crazy at points but uh i want to see that one yeah mm. yeah there's all that let's do a little um next week time um next week we have well next week we're going to talk about claudia pachance of eatballs 2 for sure and we might talk about rush as well ron howard's uh formula one race car movie but claudia pachance of eatballs 2 for sure which abe and i have been looking forward to a lot yes yeah we love um, the first one we love the first immensely one. yeah <laughs> Uh, what my Skype icon is from that movie, actually. <laughs> so, um, um, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, I'm gonna say first place, and I'm gonna go with uh, like a solid like 37 million. Just kind of low, actually. It's a little. Uh, well, let's see. What's the first one? Like, September though. September. The first one hit pretty. The first one made money. I don't. I don't remember how it did. Let's see how it did in its opening weekend. Uh, thirty million. It opened to thirty million. Mm. Wow! And it okay. made one hundred twenty-four million in its total. There you go. As domestically, yeah. what did it make worldwide? Like three hundred, two forty-three. Wow! Two forty-three. Wow. Good for you, Sony. But no, and that was be- that was that was before three. That was the year three D before Avatar came out. Before Avatar was in three D. It looked it looked great three D by the way. I saw it in theater in three D. Yeah, but I'll stick with my guns there. First thirty-seven. What what else is out? Um, let's see. It opens next weekend. Rush opens wide into theaters next weekend. Uh, baggage claim. Baggage claim, claim opens. That, yeah. Oh my god, that's got to be first. Don John <laughs> opens in a limited release, and uh, not really limited. Actually, it's fairly, fairly big. Actually, Don John. Okay. Um, you don't think that the title of baggage claim could also have like a double meaning, do you? Oh my god. Oh my, you, what? You, 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 no way. After I saw it, when I got to that point, when she got the baggage, I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like that. I was very obnoxious about it. <laughs> <laughs> all Patton walks up to the airport terminal and he's like, "Ow, oh, bad! I, oh, wrong!" <laughs> I just, I kept saying it. I get, and I kept exaggerating. Like, Ow! I was, I felt like Fran. It was great. Wow. <laughs> hey, what did you say? Thirty-seven. There you go. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Uh, no, just that concept that Mark you brought up that was scared. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the impressions from Aaron were, were great too. That's icing Marcus, on the cake. Mark, thoughts on opening week? Um, not even a chance of people's too. Um, I w- I'll say first place with forty. Forty. Mm. Good guess. Forty. Yeah, I'm saying big, big. Mark. End. <laughs> I'll say uh, first place with forty-three. Forty-three. Big number, Damn. movie forty three. Um, <laughs> balls, balls, balls. I'm gonna. I, it's hard to get between you guys. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say um, thirty two, and like maybe I'll, maybe I'll, hmm. pitch, maybe I'll get that 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 five million dollar gap between us. I can fit in there somewhere. I like that though. Yeah. What? I, let me see. I think Hotel Transylvania was another Sony movie that opened last year to pretty big numbers. I think actually. I really dislike that. That's Adam Sandler. I don't really dislike that movie. I didn't like that movie. I didn't really dislike it. It's it's Adam Sandler and Selena Gomez. Yeah, oh the, the comedy duo I was been waiting for, and I was yeah. I was upset that it wasn't better. Forty two million that movie opened up to last week, last last year. So, mm. so if it hits that kind of number, okay, it very well could. We'll see. But yeah, Claudia Vincenzo Meatballs too. That's our next one for sure, and maybe Rush. I know uh, Leia Ducey, who's not been on for a while. She's been wanting to come back. She's coming on next week, so that's you know exciting. Let's, cool. uh, what else? That's it. I'm sorry, guys. I was having a lot of fun too, but as all good, yeah. good things, all good things must come to an end. Yeah. And Hashtag uh, Brett Favre. Thank- 
hashtags. <laughs> I love the wow. hashtags. Is that a two-year-old <laughs> hashtag? Oh. <laughs> So that's going to do it for this week's episode wow. Out There in a Name. You can find more of my work on my personal blog, thecodeisique.com, where you can find all my written movie reviews, as well as at wisebluecom for all my Blu-ray reviews, and on Twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3. Also, um, the Icapod Crane cast. There you go. It's happening. Abe? Check out more fun stuff at walrusmoose.blogspot.com and Twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Hashtag Aaron's PS3. Marcus? Uh, you can find some more of my reviews on examiner.com. You can follow me on Twitter at movies marcus and mark and you can read more of my personal work on my blog fastfilmreviews.wordpress.com and uh i recently actually will just mention i was inducted into the online film critics society so my blog can be found on that and then you can also follow me on twitter uh, mark underscore hoban great you can of course find all the other episodes about now with the internet on itunes and stitcher as well as at hhwld.com. You can find all the other shows there, including the Icapod Cranecast, as well as WDTV, the Walking Dead TV podcast, The Legion of Dudes, uh, Half Hour Waste, a bunch of podcasts about TV, comics, and fun stuff like that with cool guys there. Uh, check out our latest podcasts, as well as our exclusives, such as Nights and Q&As from Aaron, uh, at outnow.podnight.com. And you can also check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash outnowpodcast, where you can check out the main reviews of the week. Outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to email us in. Let us know your thoughts on Prisoners or on the fall movie season in general. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Interact with us over at facebook.com slash outnowpodcast. We'd love to answer your questions as well as uh, read your responses out on the air. And twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. Feel free to follow us there. We'll, you know, be happy to, to tweet with you. Yeah, and check us out over at outnowpodcast.tumblr.com where you also post a lot of things that we find around the internet as well as our latest reviews. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was fun, guys. Fun talking about Prisoner. Thanks for coming on the show, as always. You're welcome. <laughs> fun. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I, I've, been, I've delayed myself long enough from watching the second-to-last episode of Breaking Bad, so no, I have to sign up Spoilers. I'm just racing off this right after. <laughs> so, yeah. until next time, so long. And goodbye. Hello, little girl. Hello, little girl. Hello, little girl. When I see you every day, I say, Hello, little girl. When you're passing on your way, I say, Hello, little girl. When I see you passing by, I cry. Hello, little girl. When I try to catch your eye, I cry. Hello, little girl. I send you flowers, but you don't care. You never seem to see me standing there. I often wonder what you're thinking of. I hope it's me. Love, love, love. So I hope there'll come a day when you say, You're my little girl. It's not the first time that it's happened to me. It's been a long, lonely time. And it's so funny, so funny to see. But I'm about to lose my, my, my mind So I hope there'll come a day when you say You're my little girl You're my little girl You're my little girl You're my little girl
guys psyched? Talk about dark kidnapping dramas? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Invent my frustration with Paul Dano. Well, Hugh Jackman did that for me, but it was. It was really <laughs> <laughs> uh, William writes Clint Eastwood. Yeah, you probably still can kick your ass. I thought you were gonna uh, say hashtag bad crush again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just hashtag get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.